0: Welcome to the Armada podcast where we are focusing in on DAO governance. Let's hop into the show if you could start with who you are and what you're working on.
1: Uh, Hey everyone, Um, my name is uh, Blake Burrito. Uh, I am uh, the uh, now committee lead uh, for the Pool Together Grants Committee. Um, I was involved in the authorship and then bringing that through governance as well. Um, I'm just community user with Pool Together. I'm not involved with the protocol itself. Um, but, as a leading community member, uh, was instrumental in bringing it to fruition. And uh, we're really excited to be finally funded, um proposal uh, gone through governance and all that good stuff. So uh, we're excited.
0: yeah, it's a, it's an interesting idea that we will we'll get into in just a minute. But what is your fictional character of choice that you'd love to have dinner with?
1: Okay, so I give it a little bit of thought prior to to be fair. Um, had to go Star Wars character, but you start thinking about that and who would be interesting to actually have a dinner with? I got to go Darth Vader. I got to go Dark Side. Right? Oh man, I, I that's a
0: that's a it that says a lot about you, and I want to know more. So why Darth,
1: dude? You know they're eating good on the Death Star, <laughs> right? They got <laughs> tons of slaves, tons of clones. You know they throw a few of those in the kitchen. Um, probably make some good stuff. They they got you know tons of money. You know they're they're living well these rebels are class right yeah rebels are based out of caves you know just scrounging by yeah they got the moral high ground but you know who's eating better (laughs) that
0: is a is a fascinating one i mean i think the the only downside that i'm going to critique you on a touch is that like darth could kill you and the whereas with the rebels like you know you're going to be safe and it's gonna be all cool but like you might say a stupid joke or whatever and your life is an actual like threat, which is an unusual predicament to be in during a dinner specifically of your choice.
1: (laughs) Fair point. Fair point. Worth the, worth the risk.
0: Yeah. That, I mean, he's, yeah. What a, what an interesting one. We had the episode before, uh, which I'm assuming will be released before this one, but, uh, they picked data from Star Trek and it was, uh, so we have a Star Wars and Star Trek battle going on between the last two guests. So, (laughs) nice. so can we talk a little bit about no-loss lotteries and why they're interesting?
1: Uh, no-loss lotteries, um, it's what Pool Together is completely built on. Uh, it gives users with crypto, with common crypto tokens, um, we're talking stablecoins, so DAI, um, USDC, USDT, um, UNI, Badger, and several others, uh, the chance to stake those tokens in these lottery pools with no chance of loss on that initial investment. So you put 100 die in the lottery pool, that 100 die isn't going anywhere. But since you're staking your, your tokens in a lottery pool rather than just holding them in your wallet, uh, you are entered into the lottery that is drawn weekly. Uh, our our stable, uh, stable coin pools have drawn uh, close to 100,000, uh, certainly 80,000 the past couple of weeks uh, in lottery prizes. Uh, plus, with our new pool token uh, that released in February and was airdropped to past users of the protocol, uh, we also pay out upwards of 20, even 35% on certain pools uh, in yearly APY, which is paid in that pool rewards token. So uh, there are several ways for the community to build their own pools uh get creative with them but they are what pool together is built on and founded on
0: so the the apy thing that you were talking about um so you're saying like it's like the protocol like token holders of this broader system are just sort of as an investment vehicle getting great returns just simply as, as as that and then there's the actual like the participant side of of being a lottery participant
1: as a lottery participant, you have two two potential streams of income on your on your investment, right? Which is that yearly APY on any mm-hmm. deposits, plus those deposits ad- acting as tickets for the lottery I pool. I see. Right? Does that make sense?
0: Yes. Yes. And well, is there like a real life equivalent? Is this a, a practice? I mean, obviously, aside from like straight up lottery, but like, is this a like is this no loss lottery a, a thing that? is happening in in the web2 or you know just world one <laughs> world
1: yeah it, it is unique um the only thing that i could maybe compare it to is uh, just a general pooling together of funds to try to win at a, a you know a raffle or whatever which is you know different levels of lottery right but the, it's essentially what it is a lottery but that $1 you paid for your ticket or those 20 tickets you bought with 20 bucks you get that 20 bucks back right right so there really is no no direct real world correlation that i can make um except to say it's lottery with with no risk
0: right and yeah and so the minuscule risk that you are i suppose theoretically taking on is some sort of like like issue with the stable coin or like some catastrophic hacking situation or like, like some known like, but like very, very low, small, small sort of um, existential risk profile that is not sort of like a profile in the actual idea of a no
1: loss lottery. Correct. It's the the same risks that are baked into any other DeFi project, right? right? The uh, essential hacks and, and all the rest that we have to deal with in our, in our chosen field, but, right. um, uh, yeah.
0: so aside from the fact that it's a, a lottery and human beings love lotteries, uh, y- do you see something interesting here broadly of like taking this concept and applying it to other things? Like, like, how do you think about no loss lotteries sort of broadly outside of the, the gambling component of it?
1: Glad you asked. Um, that's what our grants proposal I mentioned that pool token came out in February and that it was airdropped to past users of the protocol, right? Uh, that was really the impetus for this community to really coalesce, uh, realize that there was a real opportunity here, um, because Pool Together has been around for uh, at least since twenty nineteen. I think it was June and nineteen. Um, that's a long time for uh, for a DAP in a protocol to last and be successful. So uh the next step that was missing was to draw that talent to answer your very question what what's more that we can build on top of this how else can we apply this technology that uh we proved out with our no loss lottery pools already uh to a good extent right uh and that's the answer that we're trying or that's the question that we're trying to answer with pool grants uh obviously it is the pool together grants committee um we we shortened to a cute little name of Pool Grants. Um, it, it, we're trying to answer that very question that she asked, right? What else can we do with these lottery pools? Um, the community coalesced and realized that we needed to attract this talent. Uh, we brought it through uh, with um, examples. I should mention we we basically I like to say forked um, Ave's proposal uh, mm-hmm. and copied it for more mm-hmm. or less. Um, we used compounds, though, in Uniswap's grants proposals as ideas and, and uh, helped us on our roadmap, too, but uh, brought it through governance. We are now live and ready to attract that talent, but uh, it's it's a real gap in the protocol is taking that next step, right? Because whoever has brought the protocol up to this point, which has been several people, uh, Brandon and Leighton are the two main guys behind it, uh, you know, they, they've done a great job and we should incentivize the community now who already has a ton of good ideas about where we can take this uh, to actually implement those ideas. Right. Because it's it's a big gap from idea to fruition. Right. And that's that spasm that we're trying to. To clear.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it strikes me that the, you have a group of people uh, with a process to pool their money together. Uh, they're pulling their money together, and then obviously there's this interest-bearing um, investment uh, that's that's occurring, and then you have these time horizons. Sounds like a, of a week, and so it just strikes me that there's a bunch of like interesting variables to play with. Of like, well, well, what's the duration? Who's involved in it? What is the intention of the? reward for lack of a better word. Like mm-hmm. could that, you know, go to a, a charity of choice and like you have these different factions similar to how people fundraise, right? Like it's a competition between these three entities and you know whatever entity wins, you know, wins the the mat the donation and the matching. So there feels like a bunch of um charity kind of baked in there. Um yeah. are there other buckets of like ideas that people have that are getting some traction within kind of the governance of this to explore?
1: Sure. So we've actually uh, uh, launched just recently on pool together community pools. So what you're talking about with uh, manipulating the factors within our own API and our own pools, um, you can already do that today. So any community can go on there, set up their own pools, set up their own um, prizes and how those work, because every pool obviously generates their, um, their prize. That they pay out weekly in a different way, right? Whether it's uh, a, a different interest-bearing um, uh, strategies on the deposits, or or whatever it may be, right? Yeah. Um, but there's also uh, the ability for uh, DAOs to go and sponsor certain pools. So if they want to uh, attract those deposits, I see. They can put up that money and um, disperse it however they deem fit, right? Interesting. So Interesting. we're allowing the community to to play with the tools themselves within our protocol, right? Right. And uh, we're we're also um, coming out soon with pods within pool together. So uh, the depositors, the the depositing users within um, the different pools, can pool together their deposits within the pool, making a a sub pool within one of the lottery pools to give themselves a higher chance of winning the lottery. So
0: reminds um, me of yeah. the, those, those classic stories of like those work groups, right? And then the one guy's sick and then they win 400 million and they're like, well, you weren't, you weren't there that day. <laughs> they're like, but right. we had like a pack that like, I, you know, we always buy it together and like, well, you're sick that day. So sorry, you don't get right. your hundred million. We, um,
1: we didn't get your $1 that week, <laughs> but right. we didn't get your wallet signature on that week. So yeah, you're right,
0: out. Right. Um, so I'd like to talk a little bit about kind of going behind the scenes of, of a grant proposal. And, you know, so, you know, obviously the Pool Together product is not particularly very governance focused, but I think you guys have kind of brought in elements of, of governance and you're exploring it. And so I would just kind of love to hear the, you know, how would you describe this to uh, an old friend who doesn't understand Web3 of sort of the process that you guys have gone through of making this grant proposal and you alluded to a little bit with some of the forking and, and being inspired by some of those um, other proposals, but like, kind of take me through like, like what started the impetus and kind of almost explain it to us. Like, you know, we're, we're fifth graders kind of doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I love being able to do this kind of thing with pool together because, you know, we think of the biggest projects in, in DeFi, uh, Badger, Uniswap, Aave, Cream, Explain those, right? And that, that takes a little bit more hand holding and um, defining of different things. But with Pool Together, I mean, anyone can get that, right? You take a dollar, you put it in a pool, and you get to win said prize. By the way, you get your money back and you get interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the basic premise. Anyone can get it, right? So um, I see Pool Together as an essential linchpin in the um, onboarding of new users to DeFi, making that uh, those uh, those barriers to entry a little bit softer or a little bit um, easier for new people. Pull together is an easy, an easy bridge, right? Um, yeah. because can, can of. Can I that, interject
0: one thing? I'm, uh, I please. love that strategy because I I think that there are some interesting projects out there and in rabbit hole comes to mind of one of the ones yes. that's like, Hey, how do we make this super accessible to people? And, you know, lotteries is a super interesting one. Casino gaming, I hate to say it pornography, yeah. but like, you know, I- any of these things that are sort of this world um, have, you know, they joke, right. Pornography led the, the uh, internet and VHS tapes. And like all these yeah. things There's like this, this wave of like this raw, you know, uh, very, very, core human psychology thing the interesting approach to kind of use that as a catalyst to get regular everyday people that are not even in, in the kind of silicon valley space right like web two space they're just in in life the, you're just going about their regular life to get them with a foundation because i suppose you walk away with a wallet now you have an account like in now now if you want to go set up into something much more um you know web three DeFi world that, that's a really fascinating strategy.
1: Yeah, at least you now have the tools. If not right. the advanced knowledge, you have the tools, right? right? And we we were that bridge. So, um it, yeah, it is it, it's something that maybe we don't leverage enough because most users are uh defi inclined already, but it's certainly a huge opportunity. Right. And it's it's one that we're carrying over to our pool grants initiative cuz really um now that we are uh that committee with a budget um with a mission um we we're kind of acting uh, certainly independent uh and i guess in conjunction with pool together right uh but it's still its own it's a separate DAO with a multi-sig and uh and uh, uh signers of that so uh where that bridge is of accessibility and pool together and pool grants though is we want our grants to be similar to pool together in the sense that they're accessible two people without that uh, technical ability and uh, development experience uh, with a micro grant. So it's our initial approach. Be fair, everyone. We're just getting started and our application is live. It's been about two days. But unlike other existing ones that we've used as a roadmap to build ours, we've noticed that the um, barriers to people with, how do I say, more everyday ideas, smaller. Smaller investments certainly, uh, less turnaround time, and uh, to give you some examples, I'm talking about. Uh, we would love to be able to recognize community members for running weekly community calls or creating a pope uh, that's claimable by people who attended a certain meeting. Right? Uh, just everyday run of the mill contributions that we all make in the different communities that we're a part of. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, There are certainly some some projects that are trying to do that now that we're trying to coordinate with. Um, But the the real challenge is how do we identify um, contributions? How do we enumerate the value of said contribution? And how do we make sure that people are recognized from top to bottom of the skill set within the user base? So that's what we're going into this with the same um focus as pooled together and being accessible by all skill sets uh and that's what we think will make us maybe a little bit different uh that and not to mention that we are completely community built community led and going to be community managed Uh, that seems to be a unique factor among other committees so one of the
0: questions i wanted to ask is this you know so you you guys are working on this grant proposal and Mm -hmm. you know one of the things I, I learned, uh, I think, from from Jack DeRose, uh, you talked about um, soft consensus and and hard consensus okay. and how sort of this process of um, sort of like greasing, greasing the skids, so to speak. Right. You're like, like, hey, I'm going to ask this one person who's maybe very inf- very influential or maybe they're a big shareholder and kind of get their input in it like. I guess what I'm trying to ask is like how much when you guys were doing this grant proposal, like how much of that is sort of like going on versus a group of, you know, five or six people being like, oh, this is like exactly what we're going to do. We're going to propose it. And like, no one's really expecting it. Right. And we just sort of drop it out there versus how much behind the scenes kind of conversations is there kind of laddering up to validating that this is the right thing to propose and then like putting it out there. Does that question make sense?
1: Absolutely. It makes perfect sense. I'm glad you asked it too, because uh, I'm more than happy to share our process. Uh, it, obviously, I can only speak for for how we came to fruition, but um, from the beginning, it, it, the impetus was certainly within Discord and the weekly calls that we started to have, uh, I believe in March, run by a leading community member, was we needed a way to easily um, identify people and uh, recuperate people for... Uh, their contributions, whatever those may be, right? Uh, Obviously a grants proposal is what came out of that. But to your question, um, there was certainly a lot of dipping a toe in what does the community think? Certainly reaching out to leading delegates because uh, uh, excuse me, Pool Together is completely governance run. Uh, Their treasury, our our treasury and uh, governance uh, process is completely community driven. So, um, it, there was there was a little bit of everything. Uh, there, everything was uh, transparent, certainly from beginning to end, uh, including up till now. Uh, all postings, all drafts of the proposal uh, that we went through are available, um, and I, I'm not sure if. Uh, there's one approach that will work for every single uh, community out there. I, I think there needs to be a mix of that, um, reaching out to delegates, potentially playing politics, uh, but more importantly, getting the proposal out in front of the community and just asking them what they think. Right now, certainly, at a, at, there needs to be a point where, uh, and we did, in fact, reach a point where the community, uh, rather than uh, continue to debate internally. Uh, the the community kind of I guess decided together on a call that we needed to uh, set the um, committee leads, which are myself and Torgan uh, is my fellow lead in the committee uh, to take the thing across the goal line. Right. Uh, it, it, it it takes a lot of lifting. Right to, yeah. to 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 get it from, uh, forum post to proper proposal to now on chain voting, which our on chain voting is done uh, on chain through uh, our own DAP and through Snapshot as well. So we have both of those avenues. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it it, it it it's certainly a challenge, and I think it's a it's a challenge that isn't unique to us in the sense that. Um, there are no shortage of people with good intentions and good ideas. But who is who in the community is going to take the initiative to make those ideas into reality? right? right. Um, I'm glad to say we got there. But to answer your question, uh, yeah, I'm interested to in the hard consensus, soft consensus thing. Um, certainly, in in any form- way, we looked for hard consensus, and mainly got it. I think we got no one no vote on our snapshot, but um, we only got to that point by several um, forum posts, reiterations, and input from the community back and forth.
0: Um, I think you're certainly right. I mean, I think there's a uh, alternative universe where I I named this podcast governance 2.0. Um, because I, I just think that word encapsulates this idea of sort of the the truth of trying to do governance and from a you know singular structure of saying, hey, here's all the token holders and we're going to do everything sort of in a binary way, as opposed to mapping how humans actually get things done. And I just love this governance 2.0 phrasing um, that's come out of Yearn and Andrew Beal and you know, lots of other people thinking uh, about this kind of mapping how we actually get it done and so starting to write code to do that and so um i appreciate you guys kind of taking us through the behind the scenes of of the grant proposal Um, broadly on this journey um have you noticed any friction points or opportunities in this sort of governance 2.0 space
1: you know what um yes and no um certainly as as we're just now recently um Officially up and live, we are our our list of stuff that we didn't know going into it uh, is certainly growing. Yeah, um, and one of those columns is challenges. Uh, one thing that I certainly need to um, shed more light with my committee members about uh, and make them, if nothing else, uh, other than aware. Of any potential legal percussion, uh, repercussions that can come out of uh, having this authority and managing said budget and being responsible for it, um, you know, a, as a U.S. based user, um, that's even more challenging, right? And right, especially right. in a in a country as litigious as the U.S., uh, I think that's a unique challenge within the DAO structure. Um, but, if it, more than anything, I'm excited about all of the potential uh, that the DAO structure and governance on chain um gives us, right? I mean, the the limit the limits are endless. Uh, the the possibilities are endless, I mean to say. Um, and any challenges, I'm sure uh, that come across, I mean, if any community can can face them, whether in a legit way or a more degen way, which is my official title. I, I'm a proud degen <laughs> myself. Um, you know, we'll cross them, right? But, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. its certainly it's something that Especially as a as an optimist and someone who's worked in the space uh, for over ten years, I, I certainly have the attitude of like, well, like we'll we'll figure out it's the future. Like, let's just keep moving. And so, yeah. Um, but it is it is a real uh, consideration and a real uh, challenge that does need to be figured out. And um, you know, I'm thankful that you know uh, as it Brian Armstrong from Coinbase, you know that like they're putting together a big uh, consortium of of people to try to get regulation passed, which is. Probably the requirement that we unfortunately, at least in this temporary phase, um, as we kind of navigate this Web three world. But um, yeah, I, I
1: like that. I, I think we should all at least put on the the same public face as Facebook is, and that we, yes, we welcome it. Oh, yes, we want it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, with them, I'm not sure that the, the um, uh, it's so much valid. But with us, I mean, really, we need protections, if especially in um, uh, spaces where we're dealing with finances and those finances are, um, a lot of times getting wrecked. Right. right um, right.
0: which is, yeah. is, is sometimes a, it's it, it, like, yeah, I, I, the byproduct of the kind of average consumer in America's understanding of the risk profile of each one of these, these things is, most often incorrect and then couple in this idea that they feel like they're buying speaking of lottery tickets like a lottery ticket and buying bitcoin right like you know the amount of people that I went to high school and college with that are like oh yeah like I bought some bitcoin they, they think about it as a lottery ticket um, which is fine like that's the way it is but like understanding like the risk profile and then now add in actual no loss lotteries add in you know yeah. it's a complexity and a complexity which is um yeah that that's going to make dicey for um ambiguous regulation.
1: Well, not to mention getting um people from the mindset of it's a currency to oh it's a yes. technology. Yes. Got it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate you joining the show and kind of taking us through what you guys are working on and how you're thinking about it. Um if you could remind people maybe where to check you out.
1: Absolutely. Um check out poolgrants.org. Uh, as I mentioned, our application is live guys, so uh, any ideas big to small, uh, like I mentioned, under $1,000, we have uh, a quarterly budget of 500000 to spend on our community's ideas. So uh, please feel free to reach out. Once again, PoolGrants.org. We are at PoolGrants on uh, Twitter and at PoolGrants everywhere else. Uh, man, thank you so much for the time. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thanks so once again. Yeah.
1: Thank
0: you for listening to the Armada podcast. We would greatly appreciate a review in your favorite podcast player. And if you want to stay in the loop even further, head to armada.fm where we have a repo. You can check out what we're doing and what we're learning along the way. Love to see you there. Thank you.